Hi everyone, I'm Alice. I'm an ER doctor and I have come to know that laughter and joy are the best medicine. On this podcast, I highlight joy in order to share some of this medicine with you. I'll be talking with different people about their joy, which inspires us to our own. Welcome back. Today, I am talking with Maggie Dobosh. Maggie has been certified in executive coaching by the Institute of Leadership and Management in 2013. She also holds a Bachelor of Science in Psychology and an MBA degree from the University of Sunderland in London. Maggie has worked with a variety of people. She has worked with ambitious teenagers, preparing for their future careers, passionate entrepreneurs starting their business, senior managers on the verge of burnout, growth-oriented executive coaches, hardworking C-level leaders, and eccentric millionaires. <laughs> and currently, Maggie creates educational content for coaches and coaching clients under a golf-inspired name, the Coaching Caddy. So I am so thrilled that she is here with me today, and I am so excited to talk with her. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Alice. It's so good to be here. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Maggie, you have worked with a lot of people. I mean, you've coached them. So I imagine you have a lot of experience helping people find their joy. Definitely. I think everything what people do, it must be the underlying current. Otherwise, it might be not worth pursuing because it must be like some sort of satisfaction at the end, joy, happiness something rewarding for them yeah yes yes so how for you personally though how do you define joy do you feel like it's a thought a feeling an action or all three something else i think it's a state i think joy is a state but um this state does not have to be dependent on the external events mm -hmm. so it might be internally induced or you can take inspiration from the event or circumstances or people that you happen to be interacting in that moment with, right? Yes, yes. Very well said. Very well said. So, <laughs> what... Ask the exam. Next question. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what brings you the most joy? When, when do you feel the most joy? The most joy I experience when I create, and there are two types of creative outlet. Mm -hmm. So one type of creative outlet is when I make the most of my skills, uh, strengths for me, like drawing and using my, it might be even, I was drawing even today, like mm -hmm. I don't do it very often because I would have other mm, ways of expressing myself. But drawing brings me joy, definitely, especially if I can give that drawing to someone. So mm -hmm. gift giving brings me joy, mm -hmm. uh, creating um, unique things. So when I was a kid, I was like shaping something, modeling, maybe modeling in my hands mm -hmm. or drawing, creating and then giving to my family members. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's another part of of what brings me joy. And this is from the activity that is coaching itself when i'm serving as a tool for the person mm -hmm. and they remind who they are the endowment it's using the coaching space yeah. where my skills so i'm only like a tool the instrument in that interaction mm -hmm. and 
they make the most of the space of these questions and this brings me joy and i think it's somehow related to what i said first about the act of giving when you create something unique and you give it to the person that you value in your life yes i think it's something related to that in coaching as well because i care about them and i want them to gain value out of that so yes. giving them the space giving them my focus energy mm -hmm. I, I feel like this gives me joy because I'm doing something with my strengths. Yes. So making the most of what's the best in me gives me joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it sounds like it's a, a give and take. I mean, you're, you're giving something, they're receiving it, you're getting some feedback. So it's kind of like um, not just joy is not just something for you alone. It's when you share it and yeah, it's a circle. Yeah. You, yeah. you create together, so like yeah. co-creating really. And yes. I think when I when I give, when I help, it comes back in a different way because it comes back as the inspiration as well. And I recognize, you said feedback. Yes. I think it is a feedback because when I give something and the person finds that of value, I know like, aha, uh -huh, I understood what they after. Aha, uh -huh, I'm on the right track. So yes. it gives me satisfaction because I know that I, I can do this and they deliver, I deliver what they are after, right? So it's like, yeah, yes, I'm doing the right thing. Well, good job, good job, Maggie. That, kind of stuff. that brings me joy. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but there's times when it is more of a solo thing. Like you said, you're creating something. And then yes. there's times when it's um, you and someone else. So it's, it's, it's a, a container maybe that you have with someone else in there. And then... Yes, but also if, if I would be on my own, what brings me immense joy is when I dance on my own. It, ah. in my, for example. So yeah. my, shutters are, my shutters are closed, so nobody can watch me from the outside. <laughs> I can even have, if I don't want to bother my neighbors, I would be like wearing a headphones. Yeah. I'll be dancing. I'll be dancing, I would be stretching, I would yes. be doing very funny movements. Yes. Yes. And enjoy it. And yes. I could clumping a bit, you know. Yes. And, and this it's it's really funny because it's not only that I do that and then I feel joy. Mm -hmm. I just need to feel like I want to do it. So it works, it, it works both ways. Yes. Sometimes I'm in a joyful mood and I feel like dancing. And yes. if I'm not in that mood, if I'm not in that state, I know that by dancing I will put myself in this state. So yes. Yes, yes. I think that's a great point because it's like um, what you're saying there, it's, it sounds to me like joy is not just always up here. I mean, you bring it down into the body. I mean, you said you move, you dance. I mean, it's using the whole uh, body to get into it. And it, that really brings in the joy. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Good point. Yes. It's a whole body experience, not necessarily just the mental experience. Yes. I love that. Cool. Okay. So how about a time, maybe um, a story that you have to share about a time with your family when you were on vacation or maybe in your business um, where you just had a fun time? Just fun time, the joy? Yeah, it's a joyful fun time. It's really funny. <laughs> you know, it, it, the good thing is that when you, when you were inviting people for the interview and the questions were like there to ponder, I scanned through them, but I didn't prepare like the story. Oh, this is what I want to share. It's not, I didn't have that. So, because I want to create in the moment with you. And I thought that's so much more 
than me being prepared and hey here's the story i memorized every fact so what happened just now i came back from shopping and i bought shoes the, the trekking shoes wait wait okay <laughs> so these oh, shoes. yes love it and the reason why I bring them here, it's basically the illustrations of what brings me joy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be hiking with my boyfriend in nature. And this is what brings me immense joy, being mm -hmm. in nature and making the most of the beauty yes. that surrounds us. Yes. Regardless of the weather, mm -hmm. the connection mm -hmm. with what's natural the yes. open sky, the, the leaves that I can hear, you know, the sound of trees when they move, the, you know, the, how, how the whisper of trees, it's yes. so soothing. So this definitely brings me joy. Another thing, another thing, I played golf yesterday. Oh. Golf, one of these things that brings me immense joy. And this joy, it's not that kind of joy that you're jumping around, it's, it's <laughs> joy, it's the joy that calms you down. It's the joy, it's like inner peace. It's, ah, it's yes. being content. Mm -hmm. It's, I, I would call it a silent joy yes. because it doesn't have to be expressed in any um, more high energy way, like mm -hmm. laughter or jumping or yes. dancing or movement, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. Joy for me mm -hmm. can be inner peace and calmness. So yes. go nature, beauty, you know, um, I live in the UK, so when I play golf, I can see bunnies. Like oh, nice. Uh, rabbits, right? And yes. I can see deer, <laughs> deer and geese and Canadian geese and things like that. So for me, it's like, wow, it's in yes. zoo, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's such a good point. Nature is so good for that. <laughs> I just love being out in nature. <laughs> Now, so what also um, from the story that bring me joy, I think getting closer to the things that bring me joy. So striving towards putting myself in circumstances, situations with people, without people that brings me joy. So for example, buying the shoes, it's already progress towards enjoying myself once I'm in the mountains. Yes. Yeah. And so everything that helps me to make joyful experience yeah. reality uh -huh. that helps me to get closer to that brings yeah. me joy. Ah. So for example, if I would be thinking um, I'd like to have a lovely evening with my boyfriend, right? Uh -huh. It brings me joy to look after myself and use, yes. use nice creams in the evening and yes. make, make sure that my skin is nicely nourished, it's nice and soft, things yes. like that. For yeah. myself, every effort every action I go I take in the direction of something I'm waiting for I cherish is joyful mm -hmm. this really brings me joy because it makes me feel like I'm already I'm almost already there and I live that state yes. before I live that state I live that right so I think this is how I can move back to the history of some joyful event Yes. by bringing it to the moment uh -huh. or I think about the future event and bring it to now yes that's a really cool thing about uh, how memory works and how much we can put ourselves in the state yeah. of the memory or the anticipation for the future right yes I think and that's a great point I mean I think you made a 
a, a great point where you were saying it's not just, I mean, the event that we're going to do, of course, we're, we're having fun, we enjoy it, but there's a whole lot of more moments either leading up to it that we can still have fun while we're thinking about it. And you're actually putting it out there and setting it up kind of uh, the energy of it. You're, you're putting that energy out. So it really is going to be a fun event. All of that kind of uh, pre-planning, I guess. It's not even planning. It's just pre-experiencing maybe of all the fun stuff you're going to have. There's lots of joy in that as well. So that's a great point. <laughs> have you heard about actually ways to um, regain energy or resources by visualizing the moments of taking the time off or joyful moments. Yes. So actually people who wouldn't be experiencing joy that often, what they can do, they can even in a more stressful situation at work or outside of work, mm -hmm. they can put themselves in that memory or even thinking about, in my case, I can think about playing golf. I can think yeah. about dancing in my living room. Yes. I can think about connection with nature and watching bunnies jumping around. Yes. <laughs> walking mountains. I can think about the beautiful views I've seen from my hiking trips. Yes. And just because I think about those things, they already affect me. Yes. And this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Yes. One of the um, most pleasant and easiest like one of the easiest ways to bring joy in the in any moment yes. standing in the queue in the shop you know putting petrol through fuel into your car you know that's kind of moments you can bring joy anytime yes absolutely and you know there's that whole thing um that neuroscience has found that the brain doesn't know what's actually happening versus your imagination so the experience can can be the same and you can still get the same kind of endorphins going and and um, just by even visualizing, like you're saying, visualizing it. So there is so that's such an excellent point. I mean, you can still get a lot of joy from visualizing yes. versus actually and living. Yeah. What, the, what you've just said about the brain doesn't feel the difference, right? I think it's uh, the different. There is a difference in the amount of stimuli that you get. So for example, if you're living as a moment and your brain is overflown with stimuli, so you have the, the sounds, you have the feelings from the inside, your mind, the, the chemicals in your brain, right? Mm -hmm. You have the visual, very vivid. Yeah. You have touch, palpable proof. So basically all the sensations for your body. If we would be able to use our brains when we imagine the joyful situation with all the modalities, yeah. so listening and visualizing and touching, yeah. then we do have that ability to create in our minds yeah. experience yeah. that it's just happening in our mind, but we yes. feel like it's happening right now. Like, <laughs> can you hear this glasses of champagne? Can yes. you hear people have a nice conversation around you? Right. Can you feel the sunshine on your skin? Can you can you yes. hear me? And by asking these questions, I think we can come up with very vivid, yes, real, real experience in yes. our head yes. that can put us in joyful and more relaxed and content states. Yes, yes, I agree with what you said. Yes, taking into consideration to make it as rich mm -hmm. as as the normal experience would be. All yes. the modalities involved. Yes. yes. 
Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so we can have as many moments as we want, even if we can't actually maybe physically go there or we're not able to, we can still have lots of moments. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's great. I love resources that are free and easy. <laughs> That's a free and easy one. <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, but you, you, creating, creating resources by yourself, yes. you being resourceful and, and then creating the, yes, absolutely. It's my, it's my way to put myself in a state, you know, you, you don't do anything physically, but no. your mind is working on the vision, you create yeah. vision yeah. and then you being embraced by that vision and inspired right. by the vision to feel how you want to feel in that vision. Yes. So that's fascinating. Yes. Yes, that's excellent. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> good, good. Wow, that's awesome. So, okay, how about a time that um, in your life where it brought you so much pleasure, you wish you could repeat it? But there's, there's so many moments, is that? Excellent. <laughs> like, but this is so common, like, common every don't you think that every time you have so much joy and pleasure and it's so beautiful that you automatically want to do it again like yes can you tell me about the experience that was amazing and beautiful and joyful and you don't want to do it again <laughs> can you tell me like it was wonderful it was beautiful it was so much joy i don't want to do it again like i, I can't think about anything like this oh so, yeah no not that you don't want to do it again but something that just stands out maybe something that was so fun that you really do want to do it again it just brought you so much pleasure it's like wow that was really good <laughs> i think uh, there's a bit of adrenaline that um now comes up to to my memory right so I like the experiences when I'm, for example, in, I'm in a, a line park. I don't know how, how would we call it, like obstacles park. Mm. You are five meters above the ground mm -hmm. or seven meters above the ground and you have some zip lines and you're moving between tree to tree. Ah, uh, yes. You have some obstacles to go to climb and it's, it's sometimes you are even upside down. You're trying to find a way out, like, things like this, right? Right. So a bit of adrenaline is that is it's brought by the experience i think this is something it's funny because it makes me think about the addictive aspect of of joy right yes it's yes. a very different joy that i enjoy when um i'm walking down the beach hands mm -hmm. with with the person i love and it's a very different joy is that almost like exhilaration that i feel in the moment of being in the air, jumping on trampoline. Um, I I haven't done bungee jumping, or I didn't jump with a parachute, or didn't like didn't do like diving underwater things like that. Mm -hmm. But for me, cycling. I know that so for some people, motorcycling right. brings that, and and a bit of speeding as well. I can imagine. But for <laughs> me, yeah, for me, I do like cycling and cycling fast. So okay. it's uh, it's the I call it zen. And it's a joy with a bit of adrenaline mm -hmm. but i would like to do again uh the things that are related to activity to sport uh -huh. give me joy yes. and i think it's also because not only because the adrenaline comes in but also because i know that's a very very healthy practice it's like life practice 
I love playing golf because golf is a sport that I can, it's sustainable. I can have it throughout the life. And if I can enjoy it with people I love, people I like, if this is in business or outside business, my private life, my family life, I think this is beautiful. This is something that I want to enjoy and, and with, with no, no end to it. The same as, as far as I can, like as long as I can. So yeah. cycling, yes. yes. Um, I enjoy swimming, but I don't do it that often. Cycling, yes. Walking, yes. Beautiful places, yes. Um, playing golf, yes. Having a relationship with someone that is a wonderful person in my life. I think that's a continuous source of joy. Yes. But that we can have this, that kind of conversations or interactions that, that I have in my relationship. This gives me joy. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so these are all things that I would love to carry on repeating and doing. And, and it's part of looking after those things. So for example, if I would stop enjoying, if I would stop playing golf, I wouldn't be good at it. So right. I wouldn't have so much joy out of that right. and people will be with me. Right. Might not have as much joy watching me <laughs> sending ten balls in the air, you know. So, I think if you want to be good, if you yes. want to be good in something, yes, then practice and doing it on and on and on and on just helps you. Mm-hmm. So hiking makes me more resilient, and yes. and dancing makes me more coordinated. Yes, and golf makes me more skilled at golf. Uh-huh. And having conversations, beautiful time with my partner makes us stronger as a relationship. Yes. Right. Yes. So these are the things that I would be repeating because they give extra value. It's not just for the sake of joy. Yes. It's also for, for making the, the, the practice, the activity stronger, make it yes. sustainable, looking after it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great because... Like you're saying, if as you do these activities and you get better at them, you enjoy them more. So it's like like you're cycling and you're golfing and, and things that you practice and you get better. It's like then it's even more fun. And your relationship, as you put more and more into that, it gets better and better. So it like it gives you even more pleasure. It's just like this wonderful cycle again. <laughs> well, I think this is investing. I think you are investing. You know, yes. you put your energy, you put your drive, you put yes. your focus, you put your emotions, you identify yourself as a golfer or as a cyclist or as a wife or girlfriend, right? So it becomes somehow part of your identity. Uh So you invest in it and it somehow builds you. Yeah. I think that's another factor that I really love connecting with joy. Uh It's like realizing that those things that I do on a regular basis are characteristic to me. That my, it's, it's, how, this is how I dance. This is, how, you know, mm-hmm. I, this is my hobby, golf is my hobby and right. cycling and roller skating, right. all that in my room, you know, and <laughs> I think it makes me feel even more joyful that I'm getting to know myself and I'm investing yes. in myself as well. Yes. I think it, it goes together again. It's the, the element of joy comes together, it goes together with investing in mm-hmm. myself, the progress, growth, something yes. I I put my resources in and then I see it becoming better over time. 
Yes. Oh, that's a great analogy. And and as you were speaking that, it kind of, I love that analogy of investing. And it also made me think of like planting seeds because you're planting seeds and then you water them and you nourish them and they just get more, grow and they grow and they give you more and more pleasure. <laughs> just kind of well, activity. You just think, but I think it's even a whole garden. It's not even, mm -hmm. yeah. um, I think we start, we start from the seed. Yeah. We have those individual plants. Yeah. But I think we arrive at least over time as we look after the source of yes. joy yes. and activities that bring us joy yes. it's seed by seed and mm -hmm. start with the intention of finding the source of joy yes. however small it may be maybe yes. it is brushing teeth with my left hand right. and at the end of brushing teeth i'm gonna do woohoo you know and this might bring me joy so this little seeds of yeah. weird behaviors when nobody's watching me, right. weird behaviors and funny noises, right? So I, I think later on we arrived at a garden. We arrived at a space yeah. where my relationship is part of this garden mm. and my hobby is part of this garden. Yeah. And so I look after my physical health and my, my looks to be healthy. Mm -hmm. My nutrition is my activity. It's yes. the way I... I teach myself, remind myself about resting yes. and proper sleep. And so all, all these caring routines, caring routines, is part of that garden. Yeah. And also part of the garden, my other relationships with my family, with my friends, with my best friends. Yes. Making sure that I'm looking after them. Yes. They feel like they have a great friend in their life. Yes. They, so feel supported. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all part of the same garden. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I would be. I would be asking people questions in, in this metaphor, mm -hmm. uh, if they would pick up the metaphor, because not everyone is very comfortable with metaphors. But for right. some people, it would be easier to to just visualize that yeah. you grow your garden and you find individual source of happiness or joy. Mm -hmm. You find them clustered together yeah. and space in the garden a beautiful space you design yeah. your 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 landscape your garden right yes yes and i think for some people it might be easier to to connect with the metaphor than without mm -hmm. yeah so i would ask them then how big is your garden like how big do you want your garden to be or i will ask them how big is it right now and how is it going? Right. Can see the, the, is it progressing? The plant are, is it blooming? What season in the, it is? I would be definitely going deeper into uh -huh. uh, finding the the seasons to understand the person where they are. Yeah. Because the reason why I went into coaching is because of the understanding for another for another person's life, internal life. So yes. I think the, the joy, the garden of joy, yes. garden of joy. I think might be a very useful metaphor to work with people and help yeah. them to identify which part of the garden they would like to grow. Yes. And, uh, what is the state of the flowers, the plants over there right now? And it might be easier for them to express in this way yep. the yep. subconscious things because they might not even think about the specific situations, but they can tell me, oh, my flowers are actually just raising, you know, they, they're yeah. not ready to bloom, but they just... <laughs> <laughs> so it's you can you can track the progress it's amazing because yeah, when yeah. you want to 
make sure that they know they feel the progress yes and that visualization of garden of joy also helps people to see mm -hmm. how how big journey or how far they've already gone in the journey yes of finding or building creating joy this might be a very useful tool thank you for inspiration i should <laughs> i'm going to ask my people about the garden of joy <laughs> Well, and, and also because using uh, the things you were speaking about of all these different aspects, because you have a lot of different things you mentioned when we were talking about what brings you joy and uh, activities and pleasurable things and times you want to repeat. You mentioned so many things. I mean, those are all in your garden, so to speak. You know, those are all making up your garden. You have a very full garden, which is awesome. And I think that makes for um, a very joyful garden to have lots of things in it. You know, like a real garden has lots of flowers and colors and different aspects and all the varieties. So I think that's awesome. <laughs> seasons. I think seasons is also interesting. Aspect. Yeah, yeah. There will be seasons and there will be winter and there yeah. will be autumn. And I think that's perfectly natural. It doesn't mean that my garden stops existing. Right. It's it's the season to yes. to to rest and mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. mellow and to yes. come down. And my garden is still there. That's yes. where the plants need to recuperate. They yes. need to recover from certain seasonal changes, which are perfectly natural. Yep. Yep. It's part of the cycle. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, I love that, Maggie. That's awesome. <laughs> I love, yeah, I think the conversation brings fantastic discoveries. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, it does. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. So, okay. So we've talked about a lot of things that um, bring you joy. How about a time um, maybe when you were feeling down uh, and something lifted you up, like a change of mindset, maybe a thought, an event, or something that brought you back from maybe not joy to back into your joy or a better state hope um this is the first thing that that kind of came to my mind so mm -hmm. the situation that i um, was down for example but when you meet do you mean like whole season like it's a, a time that it's longer than a day two days or is it something that in the in during the day it's one event that one moment for an hour two hours like which either one way. yeah either way whatever comes to your mind i so i can i can change i can bring the uh, event as for example changing the company i was working with mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so this might be an event that would affect me um if, if it wasn't if parting wasn't part of my intention mm -hmm. definitely I would have moments when I would be doubting myself or doubting even my value and have a dip of believing in myself. And then what, what happens is I know that on the intellectual level, like I know, I recognize that it's obvious that whatever happens, happens for a reason. I know that at the intellectual level, but my emotional level works in a different way. So you, you, can, you can give me the intellectual wisdom or instruction and say yeah you will recognize this is actually bringing even more value into your life just because the company you worked for is not not any longer your company there's another company that you are not working for yet but it is out of that so mm -hmm. you can agree with that mm -hmm. but at emotional level it's it's working in a different way as if i have to go for stages and being like, I, I think it's, it's very characteristic for 
for recovery like first you are angry in denial then you're sad then you feel hurt then you feel guilty then you say and you have to like change the states and how fast can you go through the stages you can go through the stages within one day yes you can yes you can. so what brings me up back from the challenges it might be and of the relationship that I didn't anticipate and of the coaching assignment that I didn't anticipate and of the um, job I had to support my coaching practice because I have five years of experience from the past mm -hmm. and I wasn't full-time straight away I had to make a living as well so having jobs on the side when I was coaching, that was a pretty normal thing because you were growing your practice. Right. So working for different companies and then changing jobs, again, these are the moments when I would struggle in that moment. Uh -huh. And what brings me up uh -huh. back to the natural equanimity, it's, uh -huh. the, it, it's, it's basically the, the place when you can see the ocean and you can see a floating floating wood, let's say a beautiful branch of the tree. Yes. Then this, this tree is floating and that's the most natural state for it. It, it, it wouldn't sink. It basically, it, it is there. It will be floating, floating, floating until it hits the shore. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking about metaphorical tree because right. you can have tree that you know takes water in and sinks, right? right. <laughs> Let's make it a cork tree, okay? okay. A cork tree, it's not gonna sink. <laughs> but this metaphor. And this is how I go back to my nature, right? So like recognizing that, oh come on, I'm a cork tree bark. There's a, no way I'm gonna stay at this depth, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's hope was the first the first word that came okay. to me when you when you asked this question. Okay. And hope for recovery, mm -hmm. for fast recovery, hope for finding joy again. Mm -hmm. Hope. So just the yeah, hope is what brings me starts the process, and then what I'm doing, I'm taking myself through all the stages. I don't skip I, I don't skip stages. Mm -hmm. I don't skip the stage. Oh, I'm not going to be sad about this loss. It's good that we broken up. You know, no, <laughs> no. no. Um, I mean, being sad, it's normal. Being yes. angry, so being angry, be angry, let it be angry. Then you realize that it doesn't hold you back. Right. It, you naturally transition to sad. Mm -hmm. and don't hold back don't try to suppress sadness it's okay to be sad and when yeah. you and you when you allow yourself to be sad then hey it's okay mm -hmm. it's okay to feel hurt and guilt and blame yourself and it's okay it's a stage okay it is a stage you are on the way up like it's okay let yourself to feel bad about those things it's okay to feel bad but don't stay there. Don't hold on to it. Don't right. go in circles and beat up yourself for stuff. You know, it's okay. Oh, I feel guilty. But yeah, at the same time, there, there's forgiveness that comes in. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness that comes in and understanding and self-care. And then you start feeling more neutral. Mm -hmm. And then this, this hope that naturally is almost like property of the cork tree. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the hope is the property of that cork tree. 
and I'm not the only cork tree in the human human uh, experience for everyone. Everybody is their own cork tree. Yeah. And the natural state for us is to float. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you are underwater and you yes. and you are deep down under the surface. It's because you hold yourself down. That's yes. why you are there. Because the moment you, you let go of that, the moment you stop reminiscing, spinning at certain level, either spinning in the places of anger or yeah. spinning in the places of sadness, spinning in the places of guilt and hurt and stuff, spinning in the places of not forgiving myself for, for whatever. I think this is basically what holds us. But when yep. we allow us to feel this way only for the time that it's needed for us to recover, yes, then it's like natural season. Mm -hmm. And it's season of winter, season of spring will come because that's the natural season. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So it, I, I think I like blending metaphors and mm -hmm. you, you can talk to people and they will tell you, oh, I only have two seasons, you know, wet and dry, you know. For me, it's to say I have winter as well as I have, you know, proper, I have proper seasons mm -hmm. and I can, I can have proper seasons in one day. Yes. I can have proper seasons about one thing. It might be yes. my relationship. Yep. Or it might be my career development, or it might be my health and my nutrition. I yep. might be recognizing that in that aspect of life, I might be spring, right? Or I might be summer, or I right. might be winter. So it's it's helpful to look at different spikes of do we say spikes of life, spokes of life, like parts of life, different yep. directions that that life goes to make it holistic, right? Yes. Yes. Then uh, what season are you? Like, how big is your uh, garden of joy? What season are you? Are you a cork tree? Are, what kind of depth are you holding yourself at? <laughs> no, I love that. I love what you're saying because it, it really speaks to the, to the point that we are supposed to be happy. I mean, we're not supposed to be sad all the time, but be, being honest about where we are. So it's not to say that you don't recognize it when you do have the emotions, you honor it, you recognize it, but you don't have to stay there. Like you said, you don't have to get spinning in it. You can move out of it and you can move into a new season. <laughs> I think you said the word honor, honor that. I think honoring that it's the is the key word uh, yeah honoring mm -hmm. i think it's related to dignity i think um honoring certain states honoring you feeling angry mm -hmm. about something that happened um mostly it is sense of loss that that causes yeah. us to, to to fight with the reality right mm -hmm. and 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 i think honoring that it's it's part of feel the dignity that is within you and it's okay to be angry and recognize this feeling. Yes. And it's helping you to transition to another feeling. Yes. So transition is necessary for coming back to the surface of floating, right? Yes. Definitely, you want the transition. You want smooth. That's how you can get through all the stages in one day. Yes. Yes. There's no need to mourn for six months, two years, five yes. years, or two days. Yes. You can actually do it as in, in, the, in the amount of time necessary for you to transition for all the stages. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. No, I love that. <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> oh, wow. This is awesome. Okay. So I'm really curious to ask you this next question. Um, can you recall a time when you erupted into spontaneous laughter? Like it, you just couldn't control it. It just came up and out of you. 
<laughs> oh, I was taking a shower. So basically, <laughs> and that was, and I was taking, I don't know why this, but when I'm taking a shower, all these things like coming through my head and I was so grateful for mm -hmm. what's happening. Mm -hmm. I started laughing and because you, you're, you're already wet, right? Right. So I was laughing and I know I was crying, but you couldn't tell. So I was like taking a shower <laughs> on my own, taking shower, you know, and, and I was happy that I was, I was just, uh, yeah, I was crying because of, of that joy that was overflowing. Yeah. And recognizing that was recognizing mm -hmm. what's been working in my life. What is there to appreciate in my life? Yeah. And it's it's really funny because it uh, it didn't have to be something. Um, for example, when we have let's say it's beginning of the week, mm -hmm. Monday, right? Monday, the state of the affairs are exactly the same as on Tuesday. But on Monday, on Monday, I haven't realized that on Tuesday I'm crying in the shower. <laughs> okay, so it's that kind of realization. So things are going well, you don't pay attention to them. And the moment of reflection happens, and then you enter that state of gratitude. And if it is extreme, and there's nothing that you will contradict mm -hmm. to that state, you will not. Oh, it's so nice that we have this. Yeah, yeah but you know, la la. That was all. So you yes. don't try to do this, right? You yes. don't try to yes. engage. You, you don't try to hold yourself uh, down or back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I'm, I'm too happy now. I'm too happy now. No, no. I, I remember one of my family members years ago. Uh, she said, "Oh, I don't like to be on the top of happiness because I'm afraid that then." the the dip will be so oh. if I'm so high then the dip will be so deep like yeah. but like but it doesn't help you to experience joy in the moment right something joyful happens and brings you joy mm -hmm. and in that very moment you are telling yourself no 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 right let's not feel so much joy yes because then something bad happens if I feel so much joy mm -hmm. it's a belief system yes absolutely oh i feel so much joy everything is so good oh something's gonna break down disaster <laughs> and oh la, la, la. it's a belief system. it's a belief system yeah. so it's yeah. like trying to i know that people might be doing that to soften the landing mm -hmm. on the on the rocky ro rocky ground right yeah. uh, if something happens but it's this belief belief system to actually think that if something is really good in my life, mm -hmm. then soon something bad has to happen right. to bring balance to this. I don't think so. No, exactly. the, the happiness is the way, is the angle of looking at things. That's why when I said on Monday, the state of affairs is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. All the things, I, I, it's status quo from day one and two, let's say, Monday and Tuesday. But how I look at it, yes. it's not the status quo. Yes. It's my different angle I take. Mm -hmm. So on Monday, I'm busy doing things. I'm being productive. I'm focusing on the details. I don't see the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And then on Tuesday, I'm right. taking a shower and I'm thinking, oh, it's not like I'm taking a shower on your Tuesday, <laughs> right? Well, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when I'm taking a shower, <laughs> when I'm taking a shower, it's basically when I feel, yeah, I can I can take um, a step back yeah. and and I can appreciate the good things mm -hmm. and this is 
the overflow can happen. Mm -hmm. I, I pay attention to so many good things that it is just too much for me to hold within. And I, and I laugh, I laugh it loud. I cry, mm -hmm. so moments happen. So my last time was in the shower. I don't know, maybe that was a, a week or two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, there's something about the water, just being in the shower, just relax and things can just really come up. It's awesome. Yeah, one of your videos says that, yeah, you know, take a nice hot bath. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'll do that, yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah it's magical magic happens <laughs> something in the water yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh that's great so okay aside from the water this may be one it's certainly one for me but um, what puts you in the flow state when you feel easy and you feel productive set up the intention the night before so that I'm not waking up in the state of what am I supposed to do now <laughs> does that happen to you too oh my gosh <laughs> for me it's quite a brief moment because I'm an early starter so I really like to wake up like early bird I really like to wake up in the morning if uh, you know someone asks me did you did you sleep? Did you sleep in today? And I said, Yeah, I woke up 7:20 a.m. Right. So that's a sleeping in, and in my in my standards. But the uh, the the intention that I set the night before, mm -hmm. this is something that um, helps me to experience focus and and. It, it gives me just enough structure to know that the purpose, I think just setting up the purpose. I think the intention is about being, how do we say, if we have directionlessness, what do we have? Being di di having direction yeah. versus being directionless. Mm -hmm. So I think it is very easy to, to get off track and do many things and get busy mm -hmm. uh, about the intention because things, just happen to engage us um, it, it's being the um, inside of a house outside of the house things to do people to talk to sort of things blah, blah. but i think in being intentional mm -hmm. the, the night before it's definitely what helps me to be productive and in my zone mm -hmm. and, um, what i enjoy doing is having one thing in my mind maximal two things that i would like to accomplish do that today okay feel like it's really worthwhile it's like it's like i feel progress in the areas of my life that really matter to me and it's it's not to say that i'm doing only these two things and nothing else it right. means that i'm doing lots of things and i'm responding to the needs of the day and mm -hmm. society and work and stuff but at the same time because i have that intention there's something very very unique, like almost like freedom, freedom of choice. I choose where my focus goes. Yes. And I choose my focus tomorrow to go into creating a YouTube video or into making the most of the time with my boyfriend mm -hmm. or making sure that I complete the course for my work because it's like engineering related, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really, I have like, on, on one side, I, I do coaching, but at the same time, I came back to coaching after three years of break 
So had like professional life, full-time jobs and everything. Mm -hmm. Now I'm slowly coming back to coaching, but just enough so I can treat content because I want to scale it. I want to teach. I want to give on larger scale. One to one, it's a great inspiration Mm -hmm. for a content that many people can tap into versus working one-to-one. So so that's where my focus is. That's why intention that will help me to go in that direction makes me joyful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that what you're saying about intention, because that's where, where you intend that helps, like you said, your focus go there. And that helps you really move into that and expand that and um, and be present with that. So, yeah, that's a great point. I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. So how has feeling good helped you be more successful? I feel like um, feeling good is the beginning of showing up. So when you are meeting people face to face feeling good is the fundamental state that starts positive interactions mm-hmm. if i'm putting myself in a good resourceful happy state positive one then people who will be interacting with me are more inclined to step into the same state mm-hmm. and because of that and it's, it's a massive responsibility at the same time because if you are in that if you are not in that state mm-hmm you are causing or making it easier for other people to step into that state in response to your state. Yes. When I will be calling someone, trying to sort out the bills, whatever, <laughs> and something's not working and I'm upset or angry and I have another person on the other side of the phone. Yes. Most likely she will pick it up and she wouldn't feel good in that conversation. Yes. So she wouldn't be happy to serve me as the customer Yes. And worse, worse, this, this is not bad, you know, I deserve that. If I make her feel bad and she doesn't treat me like bad, like right, let's say I caused that. Sorry, I caused that. But of course, you didn't have to fall for it. Right. But right. I, I find it hard to resist. Like someone is angry and then you want to you automatically respond in similar vibe. Right. Right. So I wouldn't blame anybody to be angry towards me. Um, however, it's bigger responsibility because by putting someone in negative state, they will be causing other people, putting them in that circumstances. So they will become the environment for other people to feel negative, right? Yes. So yes. if I'm negative, I'm connecting someone who, and, and the person becomes negative as a result of that, mm-hmm. then they will interact with somebody else. And that person all again, starts being negative as the person who started the interaction. Right. So that's not a nice wave i don't want to create that experience for people mm-hmm. and what helps me to be successful in life is to manage my states and getting into positive resourceful state that is calm that is directed towards the person mm-hmm. it is in in my makeup my psychological makeup that's the place of service mm-hmm. so i love listening i love understanding the person Uh i love them feeling good when they interact with me Uh because it is like a gift i can bring you a healthy environment yes that you can feel comfortable Uh to share good things about your life good things about yourself yes good ideas things that bring you joy Uh creating that space it's working in exactly the same way as I described with the negative one, because the mechanics is exactly the same. Yeah. 
creating an environment that helps the person to be more likely as happy as me or as resourceful around about themselves so it might be that i'm bringing some good stories and they bring some good stories yes i feel good about my job they will bring star story that they feel good about jobs Absolutely. it's almost like mirroring right and the wave is in a different direction this this, this is a positive wave it's a it's a good ripple effect i will bring a it's not wave hmm, i think ripple effect but yeah. it's yeah. it's such ripple effect that when it starts from me uh -huh. I think it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger the, the, the more people I'm interacting with. So I'm, I'm, I'm having one-to-one -one and then this one person will have two more interactions or four yep. more interactions. So it starts from me. That's why being happy, it's helping me. It's, when I'm saying happy, it's like a short, uh, short for, for joy. What I mean is positive, resourceful, beautiful state of being calm and being grateful and being recognizing the, the goodness about the person I'm talking to, regardless who they are, what they do, and where they're coming from. And then this brings a very good result in my life because people remember the feeling and yeah. remember how they feel when they interacted with me. And so this brings business to me as well because people know that they can open up, for example, in a way that they couldn't open up in other environments because people different people created different environments for them. Maybe not as supportive, not as positive, right? So, or, or not so safe. So I really think that putting myself in a good state is the relationship success. And also the, at work, it makes me more resourceful because my, my focus works better. My concentration works better. I'm a better performer when I'm in resourceful state. I'm more inclined to find solutions to the situations. It's almost like I'm, I'm so much more resourceful. I, it's like magnifying glass for all my strengths. It's the mood that I am, the, the state that I am. If I put myself in that grateful, positive, vibrant, fresh state, joy, calm, it is ultimately helping in every part of life, not only professional performance, not only the relationships, I'm, I'm sure that this affects my health Absolutely. and my, my body is, is healing in a different way because we can have micro injuries from sports. We can have micro injuries from the emotional conversations that we have with people, situations that we have. So I call them micro injuries as well. And for me, it's definitely helping to heal. And the awareness that I have something to give. Mm -hmm. Wow, I think this is something that encourages me yeah. to, to bring more and, and show up and be in the interaction that positive influence on another person, create that good space. And this is what I call the responsibility. You know, I'm, I'm responsible from what comes out of me. And if what comes out of me is, posit is positive and supportive and kind, then that's that's what I want to bring. Like I, I want that responsibility for for this. And I want to see how people interact with it and what they will do with this. Yeah, and I love what you said about um, the mirroring because it's like attracts like, and that's such a great point. If you show up in a certain way, then that's what you're going to call forth from the other person. You you set that container up, and and it is. It's a mirroring. It's a like attracts like. That's how energy works. So that's a great point. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, beautiful. That's beautiful. So do you have any um, daily routines or daily practices you, you do to help you connect with your joy? I think I have a variety of things. I'm not sure. I, I don't think I have like one thing that I'm doing every single day. Of course, uh, this will be flossing, but... <laughs> <laughs> But with the, with the joy, I think it's such a diversity because what brings me joy today might be not as effective the next day. Mm. Uh, depends what state I am. So uh, how deep my, my cork bark is under the surface, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm very deep, I guess. I will use different practices, different strategies, different techniques. And okay. if I'm just slightly under the surface, then I'm going to use something else. So do I have any routines? I don't think so. Uh, I would have routines. I do have many ways to bring back the joy, mm -hmm. to generate joy. And I put myself intentionally in situations, in circumstances that almost force me to generate joy. Think, think about it. Think about it. If someone tells you, um, it's someone close to you, let's say family member, and you have a child, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, a three-year-old to look after for three hours, right? Like that kind of situation. It's not something that happened to me. It's something that I just came up with mm -hmm. because I that this is one of these situations that forces, almost forces you to be joyful. Yeah. <laughs> kid soaks in the kid soaks it in so the child yes. will be yes. state and and the, the child will be affected so much by by how you feel yes. your tonality your energy uh, your body postures yep. the body language everything so Absolutely. it's integrated so if you are in a high mood good mood then you have great influence over that child so this is one of the situations that you can put yourself to force those things. The same when I have a, I, I have a coach, right? I'm a coach, but I have a coach. Uh -huh. So I definitely want to make the most out of the coaching experience. And I'm putting myself in this high resourceful, high state of creation, because that's what is igniting also my, my coach's in, inspiration and her ideas. Yes. So we are creating together something that mm -hmm. I'm using in my practice. And yes. that, that's why she's my coach. But it's, it's, it's so important yeah. to have many situations that put me in the state. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If I take my bike, I don't feel like cycling, let's say. I'm tired. I don't feel like cycling. Yeah. But when I take the bicycle and I go out, I'm putting myself in the situation when I get a cycle, you know? Yeah. And putting myself on the bike or making myself go and play golf and scheduling, oh, I'm going to meet you, we're going to play golf. You know, that things, that things really help, like scheduling and nudging myself to start the activity that I know that brings joy, even if I don't feel like it. But if I'm telling myself, okay, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. But let's wiggle a bit. Let's go in the middle of the... Oh, <laughs> and just like a few spins, a few right, stretches, right. jump a few times, you know. So I, I can do those things. I can give myself a nudge. And I think I'm not the only person who can do these things. Like we might not feel like something, but as we start doing it, the joy comes back. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes getting over that initial hump. And then once you're over that initial hump and you're on the downside and start doing it, it's like, oh yeah, now you can get into it. <laughs> you know what really, what really uh, the practice that I do quite often that brings me joy, that is massively helpful. It's when I am in whatever state I am and I start writing, it's handwriting. So it might be journaling, mm -hmm. right? So when I, when I write down things and no matter what state I start from, what I recognize is that as I write, I arrive to different states. Mm -hmm. so from state A, I go then to state B, C, and it becomes brighter and brighter. And it's almost like, you know, that the, the bark tree, cork, bark yes. tree. Yes. So basically for me, it feels like no matter how deep I am, might be one feet deep or two feet or six feet or 30 you know, feet deep, underwater I still with the writing can help myself to float back to the most natural equanimous state of floating uh -huh. so uh, this is what definitely works for me as the practice I would do and yeah. if someone yeah. else feels like it works for them just notice how how amazingly you transition from from states and I think it also helps to go through different stages, as we mentioned earlier on, right? Different stages of from anger and sadness and, and to, to make sure that you recover to feeling neutral. And after feeling neutral, then you feel maybe hopeful and then there's more positivity and you feel grateful, right? Appreciate. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, that's great. Do you have any tips maybe to help others find their joy? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, spe specifically, um, what I'm thinking about another very close person uh, to me in my life. I recognize that for him, it was going back to what he used to love doing and he stopped. Um. So if you have a hobby, if you have passion, especially passion, something that you love doing, for some people, it might be electronics. It might be putting things, electronic things apart and putting them back together. Yeah. It might be having the workshop, having the screwdrivers and this all the items, like, like all the engineering stuff. If this is what you love doing and you haven't done it for a long while, go back to it. If you loved cooking, you've forgotten that you loved cooking. You've forgotten that you enjoy reading the labels in the, in the stores and buying things and putting things together and spending time preparing go back to it, go and pick up the ingredients you want, buy that empty cookbook for all the recipes that you can write down and create, take inspiration from the internet, watch some videos, go back, any connection with your passion, any connection with what used to bring you joy, you recognize, recognize that, that it used to bring you joy. If this is not what you've been doing currently, go back to it because joy is still there, but you are not there, okay. but joy is. So if you want that joy, just go back to these activities because joy is not lingering. Right. The thing about joy is it has to be generated. You cannot store it. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna generate so much joy. I'm gonna pack my pockets full and then it's gonna be lasting for another next 16 days. No. Right, right. Yes. It has to be a continuous source of joy. And definitely doing something that you love, your passion, whatever that is, if this is fashion, if this is looking nice, if this is amending things, taking your old clothes and changing them into 
I knew something, you know, you have an old top that you wanted to throw away. You know what? You can make a few cuts and you have a skirt, you know, <laughs> things like that. So, creativity, uh, finding new use to old things, mm-hmm. going to your kitchen and deciding, you know what? The shelves that were completely full, it brings me joy when I know what is where and things that I have in the shelves are all fresh within the dates that they're supposed to be used because people can be storing, storing for years. They don't even know what they have on your shelves in the kitchen. (laughs) And and they used to, and they used to have so much joy when they were in the kitchen, in the house. And then they realized, oh, I don't like this kitchen. I don't like this house because maybe there is too much clutter and decluttering is what brings joy back because it's nice to know where things are Uh and what things are there. So I would, I would, I would, my suggestion would be to these people, make a list, sit down, make a list of all the things that brought you joy in the past, that you know that were generating joy because you were generating joy when you were engaging with those, with, mm-hmm. with those activities. Yes. Bring all these activities back from your memory to the piece of paper. Good time to do that would be in the morning before life starts and get busy and you might get grumpy or something happens, right? When you start the day, it's zero. You start from zero, you just wake up and there is a piece of paper and just bring those things back from your memory. Yeah. Another time when you definitely want to do this exercise for yourself would be when something is inducing joy. So it might be watching cartoons for you or watching a very nice movie that brings the joy in mm-hmm. you, or going through a beautiful memories from childhood that brings joy. So I would be, I, I think movies might be one of the best, the best uh, medium yeah. to put ourselves in a joyful, grateful, beautiful state, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then doing this exercise mm-hmm. might help you to be even more resourceful. And then you will see, oh my God, the list is so full. I have so many. And it's funny because you might notice, oh my God, why am I not doing this thing? I, <laughs> I forgot do- about that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love doing that. Like, where's that cat? I love that cat. <laughs> no. Can I have a cat again? <laughs> Can I have a dog this time? <laughs> yeah. I like cactuses, right? For example. Yes. It's not about me, but it's about someone who, who recognizes what they love. And I just want them to recognize what they loved. I recognize what brought you joy. When you generated joy, bring those things back and ask yourself, can I do it now? Can I do it now? Can I do it today? Can I do it tomorrow? Can I plan for it? If I can plan for it, make it a project. Because in a project, every step you take, every action you take that gets you closer will bring you joy. Because you know, oh I, I used to do hiking right <laughs> hiking. oh i'm not in the best condition for hiking anymore. oh i don't have shoes la, la, la. but you want to hike you want a nice trip plan a trip there you go then start walking to your park nearby uh-huh. and start walking to the shop to collect your groceries uh-huh. start listening to the music and dance a bit in your living room and over time you just regain that nimbleness that flexibility that, yeah. that comes back and it's building up and you have that trip in your mind where you want to go what you want to see mm-hmm. you need to be of certain it has to be like physical readiness for yeah. that trip 
So you want to be in a physical state that will enable you to have a great time when you hike. Mm -hmm. You don't want to, you know, crawl on the top of the hill. <laughs> you you want to get there, right? And right. you want to get down. So make sure that you're ready. And I think you can make a project out of anything that you brought from the past. If you think it's mm -hmm. too big to do it today, too big to do it tomorrow, just put it yeah. in the calendar okay. and make yourself think and visualize how you are already there. Yeah. And this already brings you joy. And because I believe people do know what brings mm -hmm. them. Oh yeah, definitely. And they do know. And sometimes they just forgotten. Yeah. And it's bring them back that memory of what it is. Yeah. And the other thing, what other people might be doing is they know what brings them joy. They might remember what brings them joy and they choose not to be joyful, right? Right, right, but right. It's a different story. Yeah. And, sure. and basically I will help them just to make sure that they honor mm -hmm. every, state, every state that they're in mm -hmm. and they transition. So they don't hold themselves back in one place, but they transition from state to state, from yeah. less resourceful one to more resourceful and more resourceful and more resourceful one. That's the problem. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Wow. I can tell you're very passionate about the work that you do and helping people find their joy. And it's awesome. So where could people find you if they want to find out more about the work that you're doing? And when they Google their coaching caddy, the coaching caddy, they will find my website. Uh, the coaching caddy is the whole brand. So I'm I'm creating videos, I'm I'm creating podcasts mm -hmm. that that are all about the growth, the resilience, the way how you can coach yourself. And funny enough, many coaches come to me, people who already did coaching. They know what coaching is about. Okay. And they're looking for a good coaching practitioner, someone who goes deep, someone who can do transformational work, not just finding strategies or I give you techniques, strategies, just do it. No, because people are not stupid. People know what to do but they have reasons why not to do it. Right. And I'm very happy to be in the place where the reasons are, mm -hmm. because that's the beginning. That's the yeah. beginning. It's, it's all about finding the right reason to drive us to do the things that we know we're supposed to be doing or that bring us joy mm -hmm. that we want to be doing, but we don't know what holds us back. And I think it's, it's amazing. So if yeah. they want to find me, just Google The Coaching Caddy. That's my website, thecoachingcaddy.com. Okay. from golf, as you've mentioned at the beginning, it's, the, it's inspired with golf. Uh, that brings me Zen state. And also it's, um, it, it's practice for life. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's so beautiful. Wow, Maggie, I have loved having this conversation with you today. Thank you so much for being pleasure. here. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah, I hope your work will bring more awareness to people about how they can find joy for themselves and if i could support that it was wonderful and thank, thank you so much for for being the interviewer and asking the questions because without your questions i wouldn't create what what you allowed me to create in this space so thank you very much for the space you made for me thank you absolutely yeah this has been beautiful and so much good stuff wow Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, bye-bye.
Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I have really loved having this conversation. And please join me in the next one. Mwah.